What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Through My Eyes podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Nick. And today, today, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys haven't seen the news, if you guys have been disconnected, please let me inform you and let me tell you what's been going on in the NBA in terms of the offseason, the summer league, and all that as a whole. Let's start off back in June when the Golden State Warriors took home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, making Steph a four-time champion, Trey a four-time champion, and Clay a four-time champion. Right after that, things did not slow down at all. The NBA draft was just a couple weeks later, and the draft was filled with some serious talent. At the top three, we had Paolo going number one, Chet going number two, and Jabari Smith going number three. But they are not the only talented players in this draft class. And that's usually not the case with every other draft class. Usually <laughs> draft classes are filled with talent. That's why these guys are getting a chance to put on a show in the NBA. And first in the summer league and let me tell you this summer league has been so entertaining so nail-biting just this is the first time in a long time where i've seen las vegas gyms filled to the brim with fans who hooting and hollering having a jolly old time (laughs) enjoying themselves really taking it all in and appreciating basketball as a whole, not only appreciating basketball in the regular season or at the end of the season when playoffs come around, basketball is becoming more universally loved. It's becoming uh, more of a game just to watch more consistently. And I'm happy about that because I love this game. It's my favorite game in the world. And I'm happy that people have the same love and appreciation for it that I do. But The reason I'm here today is I've made a tier list on every decision that the teams have made in the NBA offseason, starting with a tier A slash tier one, tier two slash tier B, and tier three slash tier C, and last but not least, tier D slash tier four. So let's get into it. First off. Los Angeles Clippers. They've had a very successful offseason so far. First move they make, Batum returns on a two-year deal and Mir Coffey returns on a three-year deal. They also signed John Wall after he bought out his contract with the Houston Rockets. He signed on a two-year deal and that gives them another elite point guard in their backcourt, he can come off the bench or he can start instead of Reggie. Either one, that's a huge boost to their offense and defense because we can't forget John Wall is a very solid two-way player. Also, Ivica Zubac agreed to an extension. We all know how talented Ivica Zubac is, averaged over 10 points, eight rebounds last year. Very efficient field goal range. And really the only loss that they took was Isaiah Hardenstein 
leaving them and signing with the New York Knicks. So as a whole, they did pretty damn well in free agency, and I think they possibly did the best. And to move on to the next squad, the Atlanta Hawks, they traded Daniel Gallinari and multiple first-round picks for DeJounte Murray, who, as we all know, was a first-time All-Star this year, one of the league's best young defenders, is in top five in triple-doubles in players that are currently playing in the league right now. Also, they signed Aaron Holiday to a one-year deal. They traded Kevin Werder for Justin Holiday and Maurice Harkless, so they teamed up the Holiday brothers. That's pretty cool. And they also signed Frank Kaminsky to a one-year deal. And last but not least for Tier A, the Minnesota Timberwolves. We all know about this blockbuster trade that sent Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Michael Beasley, or Mikel Beasley, Leandro Bermero, the 22nd pick in this year's draft, Warren Kessler, and four future first-round picks to get Rudy Gobert in return. This gives the uh, Minnesota Turbulves a very, very elite front court and really gives Cat a lot of more freedom on the offensive side of the ball. Also, they signed Brent Forbes to a one-year deal, and Torian Prince returns on a two-year deal. And they also signed Kyler Anderson to a two-year deal and Cat agreed on a four-year extension. So, as you guys can tell, the main focal point of their squad this offseason was to get better defensively. The reason I have them as an A- minus is because they gave up Patrick Beverly in that trade, and Pat Bev was the reason why they were successful last year. Not the only reason, but he was one of the main reasons why he boosted their team just in every way possible. And I hope he signs with the contender. Because I don't want to see him with the Utah Jazz, who are most likely going to move on from Donovan Mitchell and just be a team in limbo for years to come. 